just they pronounce the ch and everything with shh. Like you gotta go to church. Hey, hand me that church? chair. That's gotta be really annoying. That would drive me crazy. I just didn't understand. I was like, how do we get past kindergarten here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My 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 family. It's more about drawing out your O's in the middle of your word for far, far too long. <laughs> Saints are all from Minnesota, you know. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I saw this movie on Shudder. It was called Revenge of the Scarecrow. I've heard of that. Um, Not as good as Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, though. I never heard of that one. Or Scarecrows, which is... Well, it's probably better than Scarecrows. Cause it's I, Scarecrows was, I, was Scarecrow, no, I like Scarecrows. <laughs> the one with all the drug dealers and the... Yeah, no, I thought that was actually a pretty, pretty good movie. Uh, it's, I, I consider one of the, that movie like being in the Leprechaun in the Hood universe. <laughs> I would love to hear that theory. <laughs> um, uh, that wasn't a sober night. Well, we didn't watch those. Well, we are the Series Run Podcast. I'm Matt. I am also Matt. Uh, we did the... Rec- okay, so I keep calling them record. But that's not it. It's rec. It's rec. So that, that's rec. The correct R-E-C way. period. Rec. It is our first foreign language series that we are doing on the uh, on the podcast. Uh, big really? hit out of, out of Spain. Yep. Hmm. Um, huge hit. And and a formative, the first one is is a formative classic of the phone footage genre. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I enjoyed all these movies. Oh, they're so, they're all great. And they're all You know, I think it's more. If you don't have any gripes in these movies, it's more like characters in the movies. Yeah, and well, and it really speaks to it that as much as it's ugly American, it, it you know my Spanish is not great, especially for somebody who's an immigration lawyer. But um, you know, it, it's um. There's a certain remove when you're watching a movie in a different language sometimes. And it's the best ones that you can do the subtitles and kind of forget you're even reading subtitles. Yeah. And a lot of these get that way. Um, I can see that. Yeah, There's a lot to keep up with because uh, these movies are very fast. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they don't, they don't slow down for much of anything. Um, should they we jump right into this thing? Or? Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> All right, Wreck. Year of Our Lord, 2007. That was a good year. It was. It was a very good year. Um, that was uh, the year, well, it was not a great year for me. It was the year I got divorced from my first wife. Um, but, you know, it worked out. Uh, <laughs> it was directed by uh, Paco Plaza and Jaime Balaguerro. Yeah, those guys. Um, both of them have done a, a fair amount of what looked like really well-received Spanish horror movies. Yeah. Um, and I apologize that I don't have a lot of background in Spanish movies generally, although I know some of the old ones, yeah. with the real old ones, but the newer stuff, I have no idea. <clears throat> um, but they get great things. And, and, and the big thing to see in this one, of course, is uh, Manuela Velasco. She's a nice lady. Who plays, well, she is, uh, who, who plays Angela. Not only is she a nice lady, she is a hell of an actress. Yes. Um, she won uh, the uh, the Best New Actress at the Goyas that year for this role. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically the Spanish Oscars. Um, and she absolutely deserved it. Here's what kills me about this. I don't know if you looked into her filmography. Mm-hmm. Okay. That same year, she did a lot of like TV hosting gigs. Yeah. And that same year, she was the host of like a wacky science show called Brainiac. <laughs> I, I wish I could go... Like experience it, how it must have been for somebody who grew up there. 
like who lives in Barcelona and saw her hosting a show that's not unlike the show she's hosting on Rack, and then like, holy shit, <laughs> that that's brilliant that they got her to do it. Yeah. Um, but she's amazing in the in all of these that she's in, but she particularly in this one. Um. Pablo, the uh, the guy um, who uh, the photographer was actually the cinematographer. Really? And that's his real name, uh, Pablo Rosa. Um, and a lot of the other actors uh, in the back, particularly in the background, like at the beginning when she's at the fire station and stuff, mm-hmm. they really worked at the fire station. Like they weren't actors. Those are actual firefighters. Those are actual firefighters and like secretaries and stuff. And they were yeah. like, oh, that's why they all look super nervous on camera. That's cool. Which I think is pretty great. Um, so, yeah, found footage had already been done in horror a little bit. Um, nineteen eighty, you had uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Uh, last broadcast was nineteen ninety three, but almost nobody remembers it. It's really good. Um, last broadcast. Huh? Yeah, it's about a bunch of guys that go out in the woods to hunt for the Jersey Devil. Hmm. Um, and Blair Witch is, was a game changer. That was ninety nine. Yeah, but even by this point, most of the stuff that you think of that really got it played out wasn't out yet. Um, you know, this came out the same year as Paranormal Activity. Um, Definitely got overshadowed by that too. Yeah, here it did. Worldwide, it didn't. Um, I mean, this, this made a haul. Uh, Cloverfield came out the next year. VHS didn't come out until twenty twelve, and th- those are the ones that I always think of as being like kind of. You know, the found footage benchmarks. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, you know, the problem with found footage. <laughs> found footage is like girls who wear goth makeup. Like, if it's already a good movie, found footage can make it better. But if it's not, it just makes it worse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, for every good movie like this or like the... Have you seen VHS too? I've seen them all. Yeah, the last segment well, you know, of VH, the, the that one, last yeah. segment of VHS two when they're in the cult, that is brilliant. But for every one of those, you get like an Apollo eighteen, hmm. which is garbage. Um, other actors that are really good in this, Claudia Silva as the little girl, yeah, is amazing and it was her first movie. That scene when he's, you know, she's infected already. And she's just standing there, and they're like, be careful. And you know it's coming. That one happened quick, too. That one kind of got you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You like, know damn, it's coming. It's not little, like it's a surprise. Had, she just had a fever. Yeah, but like when she's just standing there, and the guy's talking up, I'm like, be careful, honey, it's going to be okay. And you can tell she's already infected, because she's already attacked a couple of people. And he's walking up to her, and you know it's going to happen, but yet the way she does it is just still like, ah! <laughs> she's a vicious little one. Um... I hated that Manu got taken out after kicking everybody's ass with that fire axe for so long. Yeah. The big bald dude. Wasn't a fan of that. Um, I also hated to see the cop get taken out because it was the only competent person in the whole building. Yeah, he was losing it, but he was but, maintaining. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, there's, there's, this is a grim movie. Mm-hmm. It's grim. This one and the second one are both very grim. Um, there's still a little humor in this, but not much. Mm. Like some of the stuff like the... Uh, it was just like bantering, you know? Yeah, like the old guy that lives in the building who's casually racist, but like doesn't want anybody to know that. Are you are you recording? 
<laughs> oh, that guy. I, I thought like, that was pretty funny. <laughs> like, yeah, you look a little, you look a little, you know. Yeah, he was a, he was a scumbag. Real scumbag. Real scumbag. A snowball. But um, yeah, the the little girl was a real highlight, and of course, uh, was this did open up a weird. It's not a plot hole, but it's a question I had for all of these movies. Which is. Okay, so the virus, the, 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 we'll call it a virus for the lack of a better word, got into the building through the dog. That's what started this thing, right? Mm. Because everybody was fine for a long time. And then the dog, we know the dog was carrying the virus because of three. Yeah. So, where did the dog get it? No, I think it was more of like, what crossed paths with the dog? Right, but how? I mean, if, if it had to have been the original, if like the, the, orig- the original girl that was infected, which was obviously the old yeah, thing the, walking the, around. Yeah, okay, that was creepy as hell too. Uh, that's somebody's grandmother. <laughs> no, that's a guy. I think I, I, I was watching a thing about it. It's, a, a dude plays that part, like Doug nice. Jones. Or something. I, I didn't even know. Some dude like Doug Jones. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> But it's, I it's, thought everything, everything, no matter what it was, it had to be in contact with that. Right. Person. But if that person was locked in the penthouse, we don't know how long. Literally, been for, in they said for years. Then I don't know how the dog got it, except that we don't know if she's stuck in the penthouse. There's a lot of yeah. crazy, particularly after watching two. There's a lot of crazy shit going on. She could have gotten anywhere. Yeah, I don't think it, she was just limited to that penthouse. And I only say that because you could only see her with lights off. With lights off, basically. We don't know that till the second. But movie, then but, you know, what but, was but it? there's a lot of crazy shit in there that you can only see with the lights off. So maybe there's other ways around. I don't know. It just it, I was thinking about it while I was watching three. I was like, wait a minute, how the hell did the dog get infected? Um. Anyway, that's a small thing. Uh, the other things about this and all of these really, the sound design is intense. Yeah, I don't know where they got the scream for these guys because it's obviously not just them. They're throwing some other sounds in there. Yeah, but it's got that weird. It's got like a combination of growl and that weird high pitched like like pig squeal almost. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the first two of these particularly, I love that the sound keeps dropping out. If they're using a camcorder, that's what's going to happen. If yeah. it's like a real intense sound, the sound's going to keep dropping out. That's what I love about the first one, because you can definitely, I mean, I'm pretty sure it wasn't just your average camera camera, but it was, it just had that edge, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Well, and it was brilliant they did it the way they did it, because it got away, it got, it got away from the problem that most found footage movies have, which is put down your goddamn camera. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Diary of the Dead came out the same year as this, uh, the George Romero movie. I remember seeing that in the theater. And I think one of the characters even says it at one point, but it's all I was saying the whole movie is, why is that dude still filming? Put it the fuck down. Cloverfield's like that, too. I love Cloverfield, but why are you still filming? <laughs> Put this it down. This has to be recorded. <laughs> for posterity. This what? has to be documented. It makes sense for her to do it, because she's a TV reporter. But anybody who's not doing that, dude, no, that's ridiculous. Put it down and run. What was it called? When you were asleep, right? Yeah, yeah, while you were sleeping. or While you were sleeping. Yeah, uh, so basically David tells us Insomniac without a comedian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I miss that show. That show was great. Um, IMDb on this was 7.4, which is too low for me. Yeah. I, I think that some at the very least it's somewhere in the eights. 
Um, the Rotten that. Tomatoes on it is ninety eighty two, which is probably about where it should be. That's where I would put it. Um, it was a little tiny budget, one point five million euro. Um, I mean, tiny by movie standards. I would be happy to take one point five million euro if anybody wants to give it to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it made thirty two point five billion dollars worldwide. Huge, huge hit. Um. And just a hell of a good movie. I really well done. Agreed. Um, which would bring us to two years later. Well, the next year they they did the the American remake Quarantine, which is fine. It's not bad. Have you seen it? Oh yeah. It's uh, not bad. Jennifer yes. Carpenter's fine, but she's not Manuela. And it, I don't know. It's just not the same. It doesn't feel as real. It feels a little more polished and in, in a bad way. Yeah, I didn't really care for him. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. But it's, it's not anywhere near as good as Rack. Um, Rack 2, 2009. Same directors, a lot of the same cast. Manuela. Including Manuela, but she didn't show up until about two-thirds of the way through the movie. Yeah. This was an intense goddamn movie. At least for the first 40 minutes. Like, if they had kept that pace up, <laughs> that would be a hard movie to get through without, like, freaking out. Because that first 40 minutes is just non-stop crazy. Yeah. Um, I really liked the second one. I did too. It felt like it. the two of these, this is what I was going to say. In some ways, the series reminds me of the Alien, the first four Alien movies. Um, particularly one and two feel like Alien and Aliens. Where you've got one that's kind of a more contained. It's a little slower to get going. And it's more of a, you know... A, a, a traditional horror thing and then you get into a lot more of the action stuff in the second one um and with the body cams you have another excuse to never turn them off yeah which is great but like even like all the stuff with them looking at the different cameras and stuff felt very aliens to me like when they're trying to track where people are he's above you oh yeah that felt very aliens to me like it had kind of that same vibe in some ways um maybe they're just paying homage no, I think it's great. I'm, that that is not a uh, that is not a uh, uh, criticism. Um, I I think it's great that they did that because if you're going to do phone footage again, and by this point it was starting to get way more of it, um, you got to find some way to get around the cliche. Yeah, and that's a good way to do it, right? Um, especially since this, like Hatchet, <laughs> um, picks up exactly where the first one leaves off. Which I love. Um, get right into it too. Yeah, and and this one has even less humor than the first one. Um, there's nothing real funny into. No. Unless you count gets, the dude getting shot in the face uh, accidentally by the one girl. The girl, yeah, yeah. That was more sad trombone funny. Than I actually <laughs> thought that was kind of hilarious, and I'm like, wow, really, really. <laughs> you know, it, you know what it reminded me of though. Like, yes, okay, the way they the way they shot it, they weren't going going for humor per se like it wasn't shot in a way that was funny at all it felt like um it felt like uh how um only a shot cat gets killed in green room spoiler alert you saw green room right no oh dude you gotta watch green room um but one of the best things about that movie is that it takes all those cliches and kind of like okay if this is real life this doesn't work like she tries to run out not to spoil anything but she, but she tries to run out and take out these dogs that they sick down them with a shotgun. She's never shot a shotgun in her life. She's not going to hit shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, same thing here, which does bring me to the one thing that I think is kind of a problem with this movie, and that's that there's no reason for those three kids to be in it. No, they're just sacrificial lambs. Well, not like even. The kid Only got, one of them dies. Know, like the kid that got slapped, and he was so offended by that, too. Yeah, what a little dick. Ah, Dude, that guy pissed me off. God, Cheeto sucks. Yeah. He's the worst. I mean, I'm, I was happy when he got infected, because he sucks. But, ugh, Cheeto is the worst. Um... It reminded me of, and I genuinely felt bad for the guy who got shot in the head because he had to do all that babysitting duty on those Yeah, three. and then to get it like that. It's his own fault for bringing the dude into the building, which he shouldn't have fucking done. But yeah, it, still, <laughs> poor guy. Um, but it reminded me of, and this is going to get weird and obscure, um, I don't know if you've ever seen Demons. Mm, yeah, there's Italian. two There's two of them. Yeah, there's two of them. Yeah, they're on Cheddar. Yeah. Have you seen them? Yeah. Yeah. The first one where they have the subplot with the like crazy, like young 20 somethings driving around to get into the theater and then get killed like almost immediately. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. That could have been a whole different <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah. It's just for effect. <laughs> this felt like that. Like these three kids got in. Eh, we're done with that for now. Um, and two of them survived, technically. Two of them got locked in a room. We don't know what happened to them. Eh, maybe. Well, they survived until four, at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, I mean, I don't know what happened to them. Uh, but yeah, that's the only problem I have with this movie at all is, is that, um, other than that, the supernatural stuff, I feel like I wouldn't, it's the kind of thing I don't normally like, but it worked real well here. I don't know. There's something about this, this kind of like supernatural. I, I, I dig, I've always dig stuff like that. So like exorcist type stuff? Uh, yeah, or? demonic possessions and all that stuff. Yeah, see, I find but, it a little trite just, usually, but I like the way they did it here. Yeah. Oh, because I grew up Catholic, too, so there's well, a lot so of, did I. You know, So I'm just like, yeah, what they didn't tell us. Yeah, see, this is the real story. Uh, what I did like about that stuff is all the lights off, here's the door, lights on, there's no door <laughs> yeah. there. That's fucking great. And I love stuff like that. That's like, um, have you seen Grave Encounters? Oh. I love Grave Encounters. But that's like Grave Encounters. Have you seen all of them? I've seen both of the both of the. There's only two. I thought there was three. No, they didn't do three yet. Yeah. I like I like both of the first two actually. Um, but they do a lot of that stuff where like they try to get out the front door and now there's a new hallway there. What the hell? <laughs> that kind of shit. I love that because you're done. Like if doors could just <laughs> you ain't getting out. if doors could just appear out of nowhere, <laughs> then you are out of your element, Donnie. Uh, <laughs> um. And the other thing I liked in this is when they started shooting at him through the windows, which is something they did in quarantine. It's one of the only things I liked about quarantine that they didn't do in Wreck is that they started shooting people when they were trying to get out the windows. Yeah. Um, and they did that too. in this. Yeah, no, it's totally fucked up. Um, I love the gunshot sounds in this, too. I've never heard gunshot sounds like that in any other movie, but they're really cool. <laughs> um, Had good sound engineering in this one. Well, and all of them, really. And and the other thing about this, and this is what I was saying about Manuela Velasco, is in these four movies, I mean, she's not in the third one, but she's basically playing three different characters. Four, technically, and I, I feel like she's got two in this one, but like, in the first movie, she's a sassy, overconfident reporter. Mm-hmm. In this one, she's a trauma victim. Well, she's barely holding it together until she does that crazy heel turn at the end. Spoiler alert, um, which she also pulls off. And then by the fourth one, and we'll get to it, she's like, almost like a mystery solver. Like she's, she's like doing a lot of different stuff. 
and carrying it all off, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised when she showed up too. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, no. I'm I knew I saw the first one, and that was kind of a maybe on the second one. But I realized I did see the second one, but I forgot a lot about the second one. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the kids, you would. I mean, but um, this one uh, had an IMDb of 6.5, which is too low for me. Um, Agreed. Here again, I think maybe a point up from that at least. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is 68.60, which is probably also a little low. Um, budget was $5.6 million, had an $18 million worldwide growth. So they're still kicking ass and taking names. Yeah. Um, and then you get to Rex 3. Now, <laughs> this is an interesting movie. That's what I said to you actually on the text. This is, it's interesting. It's, I'm not sure why it's a Rex movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because they barely said anything about it in the fourth one. Yeah, I mean, the, the, one of the characters is in the fourth well, one. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it, then there was just very little reference to the... Because besides that character, there was one other thing that was said in the fourth one in yeah. relation to that wedding. Yeah. Um, there was something else in the fourth one about it, though. I'm trying to remember what it was. Anyway, yeah. So at this point, the two directors split up to do their own movies because they wanted, both wanted to take the franchise in a different direction. They still get along, and they still direct together other stuff. But they split up for these two sequels. So Rex 3 was Paco. And... Um, Diego Martin's the groom. It's at a wedding. Uh, Leticia Delora plays Clara, the bride, and does it real, real well because it's a hard role to nail down. Yeah. Um, she's beautiful. She's also a very nice lady, especially yeah. when she does the whole dress cut thing. Um, but there's a lot of really good acting in this movie. And I liked, and we'll get into this because it is very silly. There's a lot of silly going on in the third one, which is weird for a wreck movie. There's a lot of real goofy shit happening in this movie. What do you mean? <laughs> um, this is my day. <laughs> um, that uh, that the one guy is called royalties because he's there just to figure out if they need to pay royalties on DJ stuff they're playing at the wedding. Yeah, I like that character. <laughs> oh, the way but the way he killed that zombie is fucking hilarious. Like that tire iron. Forever. <laughs> He hit him like 19 times. It's like, <laughs> um, you know, um, I thought that was really funny. I thought this is my day is really funny. I, you know, there's a lot of real goofy shit happening in this. It doesn't all work. A lot of it doesn't work. Like the part where it's already silly when Diego and that other guy have all that makeshift armor they put on to go out and find her. <laughs> and then his buddy gets yoinked out of the hallway by one of the infected, and they just slide the shield back, and they go just like said, it's like, oh well. And it's, <laughs> or that uh, the horn dog guy, uh, who's great. Um, what is it, Rafa? Rafa. Yeah, that he had no idea what was going on because he was too busy banging the French girl. <laughs> and that there's a guy whose name is actually. Sponge John, because SpongeBob was was, was, was copyrighted. Was copyrighted. Even the abuela, who's like, lets them in and is like, ah, get out of here, slam. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a silly movie in some ways. It's much funnier, like intentionally more funny than the other ones, by a lot. Um, I also really liked the camera guy, and that was actually a little bit sad. A tune. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, I really liked him a lot. Um, 
And it seriously ups the gore quotient. And some of that is real goofy, too. Yeah. You know, when he kills the uncle with a friggin' milkshake mixer. <laughs> that was a bit much. Um, but yeah, this is way, way gorier than the first two. Um, I feel a lot of people hate it. As they should, I guess, in their own way. But I just thought these movies... I honestly thought these movies progressed as they came along. In their own ways, because this one had really good video quality. It had excellent video quality. It had finally somebody breaking the goddamn camera. I like that they started it as fun footage, and the guy was like, put the fucking camera down, and broke it. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I, I feel like the ending of this wasn't super earned. Um, the downer ending seemed weird to me in this one. I mean, it's a wreck movie. It's going to have a downer ending, but... This one particularly seemed odd. Um, and the literal deus ex machina at the end that saves them with the Bible is a bit much. Yeah. Um, but uh, the mirror thing was cool. I really liked the uncle, the one was, that was infected. Yeah, well, and it's cool because it almost feels like the infected are figuring out new ways to infect people. Like, it's all done with your blood and saliva, so if you just vomit a bunch of blood on somebody, they're probably going to get infected. Yeah. Um, a lot of that. I mean, remember Cabin Fever? Love Cabin Fever. Remember when... At the end, or towards the end, when Ryder Strong did that, like threw up all that blood or mm -hmm. whatever was covered in that blood, he did that to that one person. That was mm -hmm. awesome. I love that movie. <laughs> Remake can suck it, but the but the original was the the, only, the first one, the only one in my opinion that exists. And right you know now. who I didn't realize was in that until I watched your documentary recently? Hmm. Uh, Serena Vincent, the girl from uh, Not Another Teen Movie. Yeah, because uh, she did that movie after. It, yeah, it she was the she was the the slutty girl in it that. Uh, oh, she didn't have a top on. Oh, you're talking about in, the in Cabin, Cabin Fever. Fever. She was a slutty girl that, that shaves her legs and her yeah, yeah, skin yeah, comes yeah. off. Um, Infected writer. She's a nice girl. Um, but, uh, oh, and the other one that I thought was both bold and a little bit funny was the bus scene. Oh, the man, that was gonna good. Get away. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. I was like, yeah, how do you fuck that up? <laughs> and they just killed the whole bus full of kids. You don't see that shit in horror movies here. Uh, but, um, no, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, entertainment value-wise, I like it better than, than some of the other ones. Um, it it kind of gave me a little uh, Resident Evil vibes towards a, the end. A little. It's, I know, and I know it, not, it has nothing to do with anything like that, but I don't know. Like, res, the first Resident Evil. Yeah, the first Resident Evil took itself way too seriously, though, for what it was. Because that is the only one out of that whole franchise that is like that. It takes itself too seriously. Yeah. And I don't think this movie takes itself seriously at all. No, in ways, I think towards the end, at least with that buildup of them thinking, you know... She's not infected anymore. And well, then... just no. Well, that, too. Like, thinking that that helped. But I didn't think it was... I mean, it was obviously these are possessions. These aren't being infected. Right. They're trying to pass it off as an Well, they're kind of a little from column A, a little from column B. Yeah. It's a possession that it's a possession that is transmitted as an infection. Yeah. Um, and that yeah, see the problem I had with the with the ending of this one, and this is why I said, you know, if they had just shot him, I would have been okay with it. But the whole he kisses her and then she bites his tongue out was a bit much. Yeah. Like that was a step too far for me. Like, oh now you're just being goofy. Yeah, and then he just has to get it like that. And just, <laughs> then he still gets fucking shot up like 50,000 times. Yeah, and then they ended it almost exactly the same way they ended War of the Roses. So both of them laying there dying with their hands together. Um, Cute. 
Oh, it's adorable. It's so nice to have a nice wedding. Um, the what was it? Was it was it Rafa, the, the guy that was the uh, videographer, right? No. Um, or that was uh, Adrian, I think. Yeah, I like the way he went out. Yeah, yeah. Well, and a lot of the dust in these are really effective. Like the guy in uh, the second one who gets trapped in the bathroom. <laughs> like he's like, you still got ammo. You know what to do. All right. <laughs> yeah. Just blows his own brains out. Or uh, uh, there's another one. That was a good one too. Yeah. Because like it really was effect. It was fucking with them. Oh, the girl who plays uh, Leti- who plays uh, Claire in this, Leticia Delora, was in a spoof movie called Spanish Movie in 2009, where she played um, she played the part that was supposed to be Angela from Wreck. Hmm. She played the uh, Memo of Alaska part in a spoof movie, um, which I think is pretty funny. Uh, so IMDb is 5.0, which is too low. Rotten Tomatoes is 41.27, and I don't understand that. You know, I I get that it's not the same as the other ones, but I'm kind of glad it's not the same as the other ones. Yeah. You know, at some point you got to go do, do some other shit. And I, I thought they did an admirable job, all things considered. I, you know, some of the crowd stuff is great. You know, like it's just like it, some of it reminded me almost of, of parts of Cloverfield where there's something happening and there's a huge crush of people trying to get out of there and tripping over each other and all that shit. Yeah. Like, cause that's what happens if somebody starts puking blood all over everybody and chewing out throats. I would imagine I would probably run pretty fast the opposite direction as well. <laughs> um, but it made money. 6.4 million budget made 11 million worldwide. Um, so there you go. That was a good. Yeah. Uh, which brings us to Rec for Apocalypse. 1914. Or 2014. Not 1914. <laughs> wow. Not the that year would, you were born. That right? would really be... <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, boy! Uh, that would be an interesting movie. <laughs> the silent the silent version of Rec 4. Yeah. <laughs> just picturing like an old-timey piano score behind it. They just put up like a... <laughs> Like a title card that says, "2014." Chaplin does horror. Yep. Um, just uh, just Jaime on this one. So this is the other one, and he brought Manuela back. Um, it's a little bit convoluted how she gets back, but they brought her back. Um, she's still kicking ass. Um, much to my chagrin, at the beginning of this, they put Don Manu finally for good. Yeah. And that creepy dude who's racist. Uh, they shot him in the head too, um, the and then they and then they, if I recall correctly, they blow up the whole building, right? Yes. Which means us two uninfected <clears throat> kids <laughs> are well, hiding in that room. Are definitely toast. dead now. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I guess they were blessed. Yeah, I, I guess that bad idea. Um, I felt like the this is the only one, and I, I I do I do like this movie. I'm gonna say that right off the bat. And I thought there was some very good acting in it. Um, Paco Mantoneto, who plays Gooseman, is really good because he's basically playing the Stallone part until the last 10 minutes <laughs> and then does that great heel turn. Um, and uh, Ismail Fritchie is Nick. Yeah, I think he's very, very good. Um, on the other side of the ledger, though, I think uh, Hector Colomé, um, who plays uh, Dr. Ricarte, it's pretty cliche evil. Yeah. Um, you know, I've seen that character in a hundred other movies. Um, 
and Captain Ortega, we have uh, Mariano Valencio, who Venancio rather, who plays Captain Ortega, is basically every crusty old man sea dog that you've mm-hmm. seen in a movie. It's my last voyage. Uh, <laughs> um, and the CGI monkey was a lot. I liked it. I mean, it was kind of it was fast. It was kind of unnecessary. Yeah, well, the CGI would bug me. I wish they'd found a practical way to do it. Well, they should have used a real monkey. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's so super CGI in it. It's like throwing a it's like throwing Roger Rabbit in here. Like, yeah. Um, but I still love this. Uh, it, and what's funny is when I was taking notes when I was watching it, <laughs> I uh, I'm watching it and I'm watching that scene where uh, where Lucas gets killed, who's the other kick ass dude, yeah. where he gets killed and Nick's just, Nick's just standing there watching it happen, like up him and friggin' Seven Private Ryan. <laughs> up him. Up 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 up. Fuck Hitler. And I'm like. I'm like, you, I actually wrote this, Nick sucks. But I kind of like that he kind of redeemed himself. He was like, okay, you know what? That was a bad thing to do. I need to, I need to, <laughs> I, need to I need to pick it up a little bit. And he goes and save, basically saves Angela from the parasite and, uh, and gets her into the boat. Yep. So go Nick, man. Um, yeah, this is a good one. I, I like how they kind of tied everything together. Like, you know, with with how the parasite works, and the uh, that they had the the guest from the wedding who was all confused. Yeah. Um, you had a little too much to drink, didn't you, dear? That's okay. So <laughs> did I. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the only problem I have with four, like I said, I think the acting's a little more uneven, and I wish they had done at least something with some found footage in it. Just yeah. as a homage to the rest of the series, because yeah. that's kind of. I think they were trying. I, I really think they were trying to, because you know they're coming out with the fifth one, right? I did not know that. Yes. Is Manuel Vasquez going to be in it again? It is like pre-production, I think. Is Manuel in it again? Yes, she is actually. Oh, I'll be watching that. So, I don't know if we need any update or something like that, but there is going to be a fifth. So. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll see it for sure. We do like a, a short update at the end of one of these or something. Um, I am to be a five point three. Um, the Rotten Tomatoes is 6834, uh, and I rarely side with critics, but I'm siding with critics here. Um, I don't know why I would get a 34 from other people. I, I don't understand that logic. Other than, like I said, the problems that I see with it. I loved the idea of the chef getting infected and then infecting the food. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Um, Three million euro budget, and it made a little over five million worldwide. Which you know, broke evenish, ish. Yeah, and you know it, it's the fourth segment in a kind of a niche series. So you know, I can understand that. You know, at some point you're going to get some diminishing returns. Um, I think if they do do a fifth one and they market it properly, uh, it'll be you could get a much higher box office off of that. Yeah. Well, and I will say all these. Sequels are a hell of a lot better than Quarantine 2. Definitely. Which is dumb as a hammer. <laughs> That's a stupid-ass movie. Uh, um, so, yeah. Uh, That's Wreck. Is there anything you would like to add, sir? No, nope, but I think order-wise, they all go in order. One, two, three, four. Um, Even though I know three doesn't really... No, I... I... I might, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, one and two are real close. And 
I know a lot of people hate three, but I, I really liked it. Yeah, I think you're right. But they're all great. I, I mean, really I, enjoyed three. Oh, people need to chill. I agree. Probably but people were like, oh, the much. tone's all wrong. And man, man, man. Well, you can't do the same shit every movie. Jesus, dude. Um, You've never been loved. Plus, yeah, the, the whole cliche of cutting off half the dress of the chainsaw. That was yeah. That was awesome. Um, that takes talent. Damn straight. That girl's good with the chainsaw. She's got to go hang out with uh, with Daniel Harris uh, from Hatchet and swap <laughs> stories. Uh, or Scissor. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Either way. Yeah. I'd watch, I'd watch it either way. I'd watch, let's do both. Bound Part 2. Yeah. Bound. <laughs> Not, this ain't bound a triple X parody. <laughs> that was a serious movie. <laughs> um, no, I agree. I think I think it goes in order. Um, like I said, it, I think Quarantine's worth checking out if you like these, just to see how they did it. Because mm-hmm. it's not bad. The first one, the second one again is real. It's watchable, but it's real stupid. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, you can't say stupid. It's it's impossibly dumb. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, quarantine's worth seeing. Um, as is, as I mentioned earlier, the last broadcast, uh, because it's really one of the earliest things. Some people really like Cannibal Holocaust, which is really the first found footage horror movie. Yeah, I do not. Uh, I think it's a bit much. That's all right. Well, all the dead animals in it bug me. Do you know he went to court for that? Really, Rogerio Diodato, who made that movie. Kill the animals. Uh, Rogerio Diodato made that movie, and and they uh, they dragged him into court in Italy because they thought it was real. He had to actually find the actors and produce them in court. That's hilarious. <laughs> As if he's gonna release a snuff film worldwide. <laughs> oh, Italy. Um, Those eye ties. Okay, so what did we decide we were doing next? I don't even remember now. Trancers. Yeah, the Trancers movies with Jack Death. So I saw three, but it said it looked like there's six official films for this movie. I gotta double check. It's so, it's I don't. There's a lot of like weirdness with that one. I think there's like a one point five in there somewhere. The fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I, I'll, I'll look it up, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, Trancers. They're are, they're they're an I easy think... they're an easy watch. They're ridiculous. <laughs> They're ridiculous, cheap science fiction action movies from your friends at Full Moon Entertainment. So you know what you're getting, which is cheap and ridiculous. But Tim Thomerson's in him, and he's always fun to watch. And he's still with us. God bless him. I wish he was still making God it. bless him. He's in his 80s now, but he's great. Um, like, I watch him and Tom Atkins. Both are in their 80s, and I'll watch him in anything. Nice. Tom Atkins, man. He's, he was in... Uh, what? Uh, Night of the Creeps. One of the best movies ever. Hmm. Um, what was the thing I was saying that you needed to see earlier? Not sure. I, don't remember. I said something that I was like, have you not seen that? Um, oh, Green Room. So that would be my recommendation. Everybody should see Green Room. Even my parents saw it. <laughs> um, I saw it with JT when it came out. Um, it's amazing. It, it's a bunch of... It's a punk band um, with... Uh, Aaliyah Shawkat's one of them, and uh, Anton Yelkin. Um, and they uh, get a gig at a an out-of-the-way bar, um, which is a skinhead bar. And they're as an opening act for some skinhead band. And, um, yeah, they get caught up in some shenanigans. Uh, 
and it's it's rough, man. It's a brutal movie, but it's really really good. Patrick Stewart's the bad guy. Nice. Patrick Stewart playing a crazy racist is a strange thing to watch. Um, so yeah, you should see it. Everybody should see it. It's amazing. Sir Ferguson. It's a funny name. Funny name. <laughs> it's a funny hat. <laughs> oh, anything else? That's all I got, man. Shout um, out to our new listeners. Yeah. Uh, and then also, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, we have reached our two-year mark. Look at us, man. Halloween was our official anniversary. That's awesome. And I didn't get you anything. What is it, paper anniversary for two? I don't remember. <laughs> um, but sure uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, appreciate all of our listeners. Every yeah, day. guys. Hey, thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Send us suggestions, especially if it's foreign films because I'm not as up on the- Oh, that was the other thing I was going to say. Blind Dead was the one I know from Spain. Mm-hmm. All the Paul Nashy stuff, Tomb of the Blind Dead and... Revenge of the Blind Dead and all that stuff where it's a bunch of blind zombies and they kill people mostly because the people who are trying to get away from them for whatever reason are as loud as fucking possible all the time. Those are on Shudder as well. Yeah, those are great. Um, Huge shout out to Shudder, unofficial sponsor. Yeah, they are unofficial, but they're great. We'll tag you. Yeah, yeah, sponsor us. Um, (laughs) Cool, well then uh, Transers. Transers next. They're a quick watch. Hopefully, you get that out pretty quickly. Life gets in the way. It does. Often. So, there you are. But we're working on it. All right. right on. Well, then uh, we'll be back soon. Uh, hopefully, sooner than later. Show enough. Oh. Yep. And the cat and is, has decided she's had enough. Yep. Thanks for that. <laughs> Appreciate you. All right. Well, then uh, that's it. All right. Bye. Bye.